I saw this quote that really like sums it up. The working full time nine to five is normal. And the reality for most of us, it's normal not to be traveling all the time. It's normal not to be an influencer making thousands a month. It's normal not to own everything that's trendy and designer. So don't let what you see online warp your reality of what's normal. You're doing just fine. bit deep episode two so it's been yeah. one week officially since our first episode aired so we're really happy Crazy. about that yep um uh, feels pretty surreal so how are you feeling good it's um it's been a big one it's definitely really weird to listen back and hear yourself and to put yourself out there but it's been really rewarding I think a lot of people have given us really good feedback so yeah feeling good how about you yeah, it, it was kind of nerve wracking, I guess, just mm. putting yourself out there, like you said, and being open to the judgment. And also, you know, we got positive feedback, so we can't really ask for more. And we are very happy and we're grateful for everyone who has this. So yeah, thank you guys. So on the agenda today, we'll be discussing a topic that we found is a really big trend in our social circles and friendship groups. Um, and that is a huge shift that we found in work culture and this generation's work priorities. Yeah, so we want to dive into like side hustle culture, female independence, how we're kind of um, developing in that area and just different perspectives on work culture these days. Mm. So there's a bit to talk about. Yeah, like why everyone's shifting from the nine to five mentality and even just growing as women as well, especially from how we were expected to work in the past and how that's changed over the years and how we're adjusting to that. So it's very interesting and get ready for that. But before we start that, we're going to get into our deep dives and intrusive thoughts. So Ian, what have you got for me? Okay, so my deep dive is one that I feel like everyone talks about, but it's pretty much your routine, getting back into it, because the past week, two weeks, I've been trying to get back into my routine and, you know, because I was away and, um, yeah, it just, when you start it again and actually commit, oh my God, like, your brain cells just restored it's just yeah it's just amazing yeah you find your I don't know your serotonin levels are more um I'm not gonna say they're heightened all the time but they're definitely more leveled out and your moods are leveled out yeah things 100%. like that so yeah that's what I've been trying to get back into and get stable again um and my intrusive thought for the week is about so I'm in long distance and when you would think it wouldn't make a difference but when my boyfriend goes away on holidays it actually makes it so much harder because not only are we not talking very much because usually we communicate over the phones we call every we pretty much call every night and text throughout the day here and there mm. just to keep the comms up to feel a bit of connection I guess and then when they go away and they're busy obviously you don't want them to be on their phone 24 7 mm. that's not the expectation but it just is a lot harder on the 
I don't want to say on the relationship, but just mentally you have to be yeah. like, it's okay. They're still there because it, I mean, to, you'd like, feel the difference. So hard distance. already. Yeah. 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 So you feel it even more yeah. when they're actually away on um, holidays. So that was my intrusive thought because mm. I was like, wow, this is like hard. Duh. So mm. yeah, that's mine. What was yours? So? Yeah. My deep dive this week is float tanks. Eden, have you ever done one of these? No, I haven't. No. I've thought about it, but I haven't done one. Yeah. So those who don't know what it is, they are basically a huge, a, a pool, like a really shallow pool that you um, go into and it's like a magnesium salt pool. So it, you float in it because of the salt levels. And you, do you just, have to wear like swimmers? They tell you to like, just do it naked, like completely Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Because cool. you're supposed to like, it's supposed to like seep into your pores. Immerse it's, yourself. Yeah. It's like yeah. a whole experience. So you get given a private room, you like walk in, they give you green tea in the waiting room and you just sit there and read a magazine and then you go in and it's a private room. So you, you're locked the door, you have a shower, you shower before and after and you just go in, you can choose to have the music. So they play like a really... Um, relaxing sort of orchestral music and you can choose to have it for the first and last 10 minutes or throughout the whole time I fell asleep and it was the best sleep of my life it was so good so there are a lot of health benefits to it too I don't know if this is true but they say it's equivalent to a couple years of rest for your muscles because they never get to fully just like relax so yeah anyway that's my rest that's what they say (laughs) I don't know if that's like yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, but if that's still, true, may, but... even if it's a, even if it's like a week's rest, yeah, that's still, <laughs> exactly. I'd take it. I'd take anything. <laughs> um, so my intrusive thought this week is about setting boundaries when it comes to socializing and your friendships and inner circle because I feel like I definitely struggle with this as someone who wants to constantly be seeing people and socializing, but um, sometimes. I overcoot myself and just say yes to things that where I should probably be taking more time for myself and resting. And I think we should normalize that a bit more. Just, you know, you can turn down, hang out with someone because you need that downtime and that's okay. So I guess that's my intrusive thought this week. Today we want to dive into a topic we have personally talked about a lot together and amongst our friends, which is about our generation's view on working and how our girlfriends and females around us are super keen and motivated to like seek new perspectives on what their work life looks like. So as a disclaimer, by like no means are we career experts or anything and we don't actually (laughs) think that everyone thinks this way, of course. But it definitely is a topic we have discussed with a lot of our friends and people around us have endorsed it. So we thought it is worth talking about and we would actually love to hear your opinions on this one if it's something that you've been feeling as well. So we want to know it's not just the people we've talked to. (laughs) There's a bit more um, people out there feeling the same thing. I feel like there's been a real trend for people quitting their nine to fives and starting their own business, becoming an influencer, trying to make money, have a side hustle outside of their normal job. And this need for having their independence and hustling and building their own brand. I think this stems from like a lot of places. 
yeah. more specifically something that I think people could relate to is maybe their father figure, they saw them and they kind of let them down financially, like they didn't support mm. the family. So they're like, traditionally, that's how they would have thought that's how it works, like as in our parents. And then that didn't work out. So as females, we're now being like, okay, it's not traditional anymore. I need mm. to go out. I can't rely on a man to support me. So I need to go and I need to try and make as much money as I can for my family so we can have a safe environment in the future. Yeah, I mean, just what you said, like there is a huge shift between men being the sole workers and the breadwinners of the family and the rock for all the financial stability, whereas women were expected to be mothers and to be stay-at-home mums in the past. And now that's really changed and people are settling down way later in life. And I think women also want to settle down later in life. There's been a shift with that as well. So I think that definitely plays into women especially wanting to hustle and sort of build a career for themselves early in life but you know is that a more of a trauma response to society and how that's happening or is that how we're how it is designed yeah yeah so it's I think I think there's no real wrong or right answer I think it could be both but yeah I just think there's also been a huge rise of female empowerment and opportunities for women have grown heaps especially even in the past five ten years um and it's just more normal especially in the era of social media for women starting their online careers and having the best of both worlds being able to have a family and settle down while they have a side business and a side hustle working from home working online um also having a influence influencer career like through social media TikTok it's just a lot easier to gain a following and people are smarter and waking up to that um and I also think post-pandemic uh COVID and having that working life balance has had a lot to influence in that as well yeah that's not to say that like I mean there's lots of room for improvement you know all those things you touched on are true and happening but kind of seems like that could possibly lead to like a burnout, to be honest, because it seems like mm. a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think but that's time will tell. To... Time yeah, will tell. I think that's what we're trying to say. Like it's, it's a really positive thing that we're able to have all of these opportunities as women in our day. But also I think there is another side to it. That's, you know, we're, we're expecting too much of us ourselves. And I think that's why, um, we're speaking from the women's perspective because that is a huge factor, right? It's not while while this is still a, a feeling for men our age, it's it's more so prevalent for women at this time because we do have to think about if we want to have kids and we have to factor that in. And that's yeah. that's a time, you know, there's always going to be a time limit on that. So I think that's where the pressure comes from, especially girls our age, to really hustle and build you know, wealth and their network so that they can potentially just chill later in life as well. Yeah, because not only now is there pressure for us to earn more money or an expectation on ourselves really to bring money into the family, we also are the people who can have the children. So if we do want to do that, we have to think about how's that going to play out and how am I going to make it happen as fast as I can so then I am stable enough for when I do decide to make that change in my life. Yeah, definitely. I have noticed that most people we know don't see themselves working nine to five all the time anymore. Like there's almost like a prerequisite mm. now 
that we want to do something more meaningful with our lives you know yeah so true I know like you back in the day people if they wanted a career would go to uni and then work the years to work their way up but I feel like that's almost in the past not so much for careers where you want to be a doctor or something like that but more so in corporate culture and it's less these days about having a job just to pay the bills in the house and have financial security than it is having a job that fulfills you and offers work-life balance yeah everyone I know everyone's thinking about it in the back of their Mm. heads obviously not everyone's gonna do it because it's cost money it's time all those things but I know everyone's thinking about it so why is this feel like it's changed and I think it is because of what we Mm. see online people are doing it they're making millions of dollars so say and our generation wants the flexibility we want to live our life in balance and we also like that's why we've seen this big shift thing in women specifically is we want to have it all yeah we want the career we want the family we want money and happiness and just to support ourselves and feel empowered I think as women because we haven't had that for so many generations before so I think all of this opportunities come and now we're like well we want yeah. we want it all like I think some of it does stem from wanting to look a certain way but I don't think that's the core issue I think it's more so the expectations we place on ourselves and I think it's more so just wanting to not rely on a man to sustain us and being able to have our own independence from a relationship. I think a lot of us have seen our parents um, go through, you know, divorce or um, breakups and how that financially impacts a family, not just financially, but in a lot of different ways, emotionally, mentally. And I think we almost, as a response to that, don't want that to happen to us or our family. So we're almost thinking 20, 30 years ahead and trying to make everything work out early 100% I think you know seeing how our the women around us have responded and what they've been through uh financially with those breakups it'd be naive Mm. of us to not think about it so we but we almost overthink about it you know it's not to say that it's gonna happen but we want to be prepared so we do want to you know maybe have this other job that supports us if if things go wrong but is it is it is it unrealistic I'm not I'm not sure like just what you said about women in our lives you know we want to have that freedom to choose what we want for ourselves and not feel like we are in a toxic situation or a circumstance that we can't get out of because we haven't set ourselves up properly for which has been a lot of women's stories in the past so I feel like there's a lot of factors that go into this but Also, we want to touch on what nine to five or a full-time job can offer and that I think starting your own business or side hustle is very glamorized and it can be a bit concerning because there is a lot of stability and great benefits benefits that can come from having a job. Yeah. And it's not like, not the only way to create wealth or stability and income is to have your own business like there are some really great career opportunities that can offer that yeah as and well. it's nice to have a stable lifestyle where you go home and you clock off and then you can attend to mm. your family or you can chill out on the couch and watch Netflix you don't have to be on your laptop all night not everyone wants to be a business owner or an influencer or do this side hustle culture and that is like so so okay 
I saw this um, quote that really like sums it up and the working full-time nine to five is normal and the reality for most of us it's normal not to be traveling all the time it's normal not to be an influencer making thousands a month it's normal not to own everything that's trendy and designer so don't let what you see online warp your reality of what's normal you're doing just fine so i think they're like yeah i love yeah, that it really sums up kind of what we're talking about like yes there is a shift in um Mm. what people are chasing they want a different career they want to experiment they want to earn more money for themselves and and depend just on themselves but it is okay and you are fine and you don't need to go chase that thing if you don't want to if it's just pressure like Mm. we don't need to be doing this no and and that's just it right like for a lot of people, I do think it's just pressure. Like 90% of people, you know, middle-class Australians are in the same place as you. There's always going to be people who are going to be wealthier or people who are going to be, you know, traveling, or there's going to be all these different people doing different things, but it's okay to just have stability and trust in your own journey. Um, And most people are the same as you and we just don't see that online because it's a highlight reel and people are always posting their best and all the good things in their life um but most people are working and just you know week to week like you you do have to start somewhere and work your way up you know you don't just get to go into adulthood with all of this experience like you have to earn it yeah and I think we forget that in our consumeristic, you know, we want everything now in this society and with social media and, you know, our attention spans are like, what, three seconds before we scroll or not even. So it's like, yeah, I think it, it, we always forget that. Yeah, as well. we've literally been conditioned to think that we can have whatever we want, which to a degree, yes, you can, but to a degree, no, you can't. Because it is scary as yeah. well, like working and being in a normal job and having to work your way up and like you hear all this stuff about the cost of living and you're never going to be able to get a house all those kind of things it does play on your mind so that's I think why our generation specifically we're like okay well what else can we do we got to make money so yeah do I start an e-commerce business but like you know even those people who do have e-commerce businesses we don't actually know the behind the scenes. We don't know that they're making as much as they put out online or how hard it is to actually run mm. it. It's it's almost... That's just it. You don't need to be doing all of these things because it is actually a lot of time and effort and it takes a lot of energy. So, yeah, I think that's just something that isn't talked about enough. Also, I do feel like coming out of COVID in the last few years we have had a huge shift in workplace culture where, you know, people were working from home and that's now expected in a workplace. So even if you do have a a full-time job or a corporate nine to five, you kind of go in wanting so many days working from home. And it's kind of like the hybrid work culture is more accepted these days and I do think that has made having side hustles and other jobs more attainable because you are at home more and you have more time to yourself and you have more time to do what you want to do 
So I do think there has become a bit of shift in people's priorities and wanting to have that work-life balance. And that is a huge aspect to this as well. I I do think after COVID that the shift in expectations on workplaces has changed. We expect it to be about how can they help us? How can they make our lives easier? The attitudes changed. is great for us businesses have to keep up I guess I I know people Mm. still are happy to join companies if it's a good job and they're getting paid well Um, but I definitely think that we are expecting benefits like never before I don't know why yeah like it's almost but we are there is a lot higher expectation on employees do you think we've lost respect for yeah I think there's less with social media and careers online there's actually less respect for the big businesses like the big um what would you call it blue collar blue collar I guess I'm not sure that yeah just like corporate I think that kind of summarizes everything um like office jobs in particular there's definitely a shift in respect I think our generation especially gen z yeah well there's that whole quiet quitting movement last year um I know yeah. it's died kind of died out now but it still was a thing like mm. people were quite quitting I'm not sure the full definition of it but I'm sure a lot of us have heard about it yeah I'm, it was like yeah showing up doing your hours and going home yeah it's interesting it's hard because I know like you want to give your all to your job but then you go home and mm. you know you can earn money online so you struggle to give your all I know especially for people who can actually like maybe you have a service that you can offer like we both do graphic design we know we can go home Mm. and try and earn a little bit more money on the side so why would we want to work till 9 p.m at night for no pretty much nothing yeah the salary is not I guess it's different for senior Mm. roles but as a young person it's hard to put yourself in that mindset now to commit yourself to this Mm. corporate job because that's not what our world is anymore. Yeah, well, I think everyone's just waking up to, I guess, the simulations, say. Everyone just waking up and going to work and kind of in this glazed state. And I think our generation are kind of like, no, we don't want that. We want we want meaningful lives. We want to have experiences. We want to go out and do all these things because we live in, we've grown, we've actually the first generation to grow up with social media so it's not just like it's a new thing we've actually had this in our lives for years and we've kind of we have been conditioned to having this interesting exciting life so we kind of want to create that for ourselves yeah definitely it'll be interesting to see how it goes when people obviously most people will just work their jobs but it'll be interesting to see how it develops when people do have kids and how many people actually don't because I I think it's becoming a very popular thing most people who I talk to in their late 20s are like no way I'm not ready but our parents were all having kids in their late 20 mid to late 20s most of them well even early 20s well that was the case I know for my parents I don't know for yours Mm. yeah for mine as well like I think at our age, we're 23, turning, what, you're 24. Yeah, my mum was pregnant. Yeah, and I, my mum was married at 20 and had me at 23. And I think, like, most people I talk to, that's the case for a lot of them. 
um, their parents got married young and had kids young. They were used to the traditional relationship format, but that's not a thing anymore, really. Like there is no, men can take parental leave now. Mm -hmm. Obviously you still have to carry the baby for nine months. So that's a whole nother thing in itself, but Mm. there is a shift in the relationship dynamic. Yeah. That our anatomy still comes into play with it. Like, you know, we are the only gender who can breastfeed and who can hold the baby and give birth, like as well as our hormones and just our need to nurture. A lot of women want to have kids, but there is a huge shift in women who are choosing not to because they are choosing careers over family. So yeah, it will be interesting to see how that turns out. Or when they do have a career and they have family they struggle because they don't know how to find that balance because their heart yearns yeah. for their family. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we don't have experience on yeah. this clearly, but from what I've seen, observed, talked to people about, it's a hard yeah. decision to go back to work. I mean, yeah, even even seeing it with my mum because she had a baby in her 40s um, and she was a single mum, seeing her chasing a career um working two to three jobs and having a newborn and a toddler around just I don't know how she did it and it's and it's the same for her when you see women like that you you do see the hard it is hard like there's no other way to put it and unfortunately women do still whether we want to say you know there's more there's parental leave for men or whatever women do still carry the huge responsibility of childbearing and looking after the child and taking that not every case but I would want to say a huge yeah huge percentage I think that's why we wanted to talk about this today is because like we feel this want and this drive for people around us and females around us to want to pursue careers quit their nine to fives side hustle like it's this massive culture to push towards this trend that we see in society Mm. but also like at the end of the day we are still human and and we still have needs that and and we still want to maybe start families and things so where is it going to go it's really interesting and I know that for me personally and I know so just what you told us before what we've seen our mothers go through I know what I've seen my mum go through financially and um what she's had to work for I never want to have to do that I don't yeah and just even looking after us kids like as as a child with parents or mothers who have gone through that hardship I think it's ingrained in us to just seeing the struggle and how hard that is like we don't want that for ourselves no of course so. not and this is not yeah. to say that like we can't find a partner that will support us not at all yeah that is a case for a lot of females but it is not the case for every female and we know that Mm. there is a trend more than ever that we can't rely on males as much yeah (laughs) to say it I think it's been great especially yeah no seriously and it and it that's just how we feel it's just how we feel yeah huge feminists or anything but it is a it is the facts when we speak to most women in our lives whether it's friends it's younger girls it's our parents it's whoever that we've seen women just not not being able to rely on men or being in situations where they can't get out 
of and start their own life and have independence because they're, they're limited with their resources. So I think there's a lot that comes into play. I do think it's really amazing and we should be talking about it more with our friends and the women around us because women are feeling more than ever empowered and encouraged to step out into new careers and take risks and try a new life that's best for them. And our generation is learning new ways to make money and businesses can blow up overnight now on TikTok. So it is really cool to see. Yeah, fully. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, There is a newfound confidence in women and we are searching for a work life that works the best for us and what's going to work for our families and for our careers. So I think it's great to see. Okay, guys, we have asking for a friend. And this week's question was, is it okay for your partner to have a best friend of the opposite sex? And the votes were uh, very, very even, which... I was it's... very surprised by this. Yeah, I was surprised too. But I how think evenly it was split. So the vote was fifty three percent to yeah, it's fine, and no, it's not fine. Forty seven percent, which means the no, you shouldn't lost. Which yeah, so people who me. yeah, so people think that it's okay for your partner yeah. to have a best friend of the opposite sex more than they think it's not okay is what we're trying to say correct but but I will say I will say I was watching this poll very closely because I was very interested (laughs) to see everyone's results and it started very way leaned to the no ways so the no ways were taking over by like 75 percent for the first like 12 hours of the poll and then everyone else started voting and then slowly the yet spine came like over so it was a bit of an emotional roller coaster. To me, I think there's lots of variables, right? Mm-hmm. But what I find interesting is the people who voted, mostly who voted no, no, were either married, older, or in a committed Ooh. relationship. Yeah, not to that only helps because we obviously know a lot of no, the people yeah. voting. Mm. So I think that's really interesting. And I, one thing that I think is you want your partner to be able to make platonic friendships with the opposite sex. That is oh, healthy, course. right? Yeah, 100%. But best friends, define like best friends. And, I, and there's one thing that I've heard a few times, I'm sure a lot of you have heard, is you don't want the best friend to make you feel like they know your partner more or like you're competing for your partner's attention. There's, there's, there's that odd chance... And it does happen. I haven't experienced it, thank God. But like where the uh, the person who's mm. the same sex as you, which is the best friend, is like almost competing. And it's like this thing where it's awkward. So yeah. I have heard that side before. Yeah, look, I think it can get pretty toxic pretty quickly. And it is kind of an open-ended question where you can dive in into many different variables. Yeah. I... Personally, my opinion is that it is okay for your partner to have a best friend of the opposite sex, but if you don't have boundaries, then it can go south very, very quickly. So I think um, we did have a few DMs from a few people as well saying, oh, well, it depends 
on the situation like it depends who that person is like the history behind it how long they've known that person and I agree because if for me if I started dating someone and they had a best friend um that they had grown up with that they knew most their life and they were always platonic and they've just always been good friends and very close and they just know a lot about each other like there's no issues there for me because for me that's a person that I would want to get to know who's a part of their life that's the thing is that the person is open to you so if the person is if the best friend is open to you wants to get to know you um it's like having obviously we're girls so a boyfriend having a girl best friend who's a girl's girl and she loves wants to be your friend wants to welcome you then what you made another friend that's awesome now you're like this you've got another friend it's like this new friendship that you and your boyfriend and you get to experience it's great it's a great thing but um obviously like we were saying there are some boundaries that probably need to be in place and you would need to get used to the relationship yeah Um, and I think that it's on the girl best friend to welcome us with open arms like it's on them to put an effort with us and make us feel comfortable because that will set the tone whereas if my partner had a girl best friend who when I first met her and was open to her if she was really closed off or like kind of didn't want to get to know me it's a no "Mm, I don't know (laughs) I'd be like it's a no from me exactly (laughs) so I I think there are a lot of variables to it also if my partner were to have a new girl best friend after we started dating I don't think that's okay but I I just don't think it would end up happening I don't think that your part like if your partner's becoming best friend with a girl that's not you like you I don't know not to be rude but are you and your partner even that close? Like, I cannot imagine my boyfriend becoming best friends with a girl ever now that that isn't already existent. Like, it just wouldn't happen because we're too close. I think the question here is if you're hanging out with someone and you've started a new, like, friendship with somebody, if you're not okay to have your partner there, then that's the that's the yeah. line where it's like whereas if you if you're at the gym and you are hanging out with this person or you get coffee every day and you just happen to naturally get close with them because you're in each other's circles that's fine but as soon as it's like oh let's get drinks and it's like a social thing and you don't want to invite your partner for whatever reason or they they don't want to invite their partner that's where the line gets crossed I think then you need to start putting boundaries yeah. in place you're allowed to have deep and um you know close relationships with people that's a part of being a human being but there definitely is like a line where it's not okay I think yeah one thing that I kind of will say is does your dad have a girl best friend would your dad invite a girl over for dinner or go hang out with a girl (laughs) I know that's so extreme but like how long is this relationship actually gonna last are they actually your best friend if you can't say when you're married and when you're having kids that this person is still going to be your best friend they might be a good friend but I don't know about the whole best friend thing I think it's I think it's too far like for me personally and my personality yeah I I want to be the best friend 
And I think a best friend crosses that line. It's not just platonic and it's not just friend. Like a best friend is someone you tell your deepest, darkest secrets. Like you, yeah, it's you too kind emotional. of like vent to, yeah. And if you're starting to vent to somebody about your partner and about your girlfriend, that's like, I think that's crossing a line when it comes to that kind of, um, yeah. you know, relationship. But then friends are for different things. I don't know. It's just so, it's such a big topic. Like yeah. we think that you can have platonic friends of the opposite sex but as you said so you know can your partner be around we do feel comfortable with that there's a few boundaries that need to be put in place and a few thoughts that need to be had while you're pursuing that friendship I think all right well I think we've covered pretty much everything on that um but stay tuned for this week's Asking for a Friend. We're going to move our Asking for a Friend to Friday. So stay tuned on our socials and let us know what your thoughts are on our next question because it's a good one. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, let us know about your um, opinions on our topic today. And do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Is there more to talk about? Have we completely missed the mark? let us know on our story. We will have a little question box up there for you. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.